Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What's Up St. Charles podcast. I'm Nate. And I'm Nick. And we're going to have a fantastic episode as we're going to be talking with Alex Behrens, who is the uh, new owner of Cavatium here. And also, just for disclaimer, you may wonder why we're wearing Halloween costumes as well. It is Halloween on the day that we're recording here, although it's a little snowy. So, you know, we thought we'd come in dressed as, uh, as Halloween stuff. So, um, welcome, Alex. Great to have you on the podcast. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So before we talk about Kava, you know, can we talk about you a little bit? You know, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Favorite things to do around here? Things like that. Yeah. So I'm from Roselle, me and my wife. Uh, we lived there uh, probably about half my adult life at this point. Okay. And uh, we were looking to kind of expand our primary business, which I think we'll talk about later. And uh, Kava kind of came up as a really good opportunity to uh, add on to what we do already in Roselle. Um, we have both lived in Illinois our whole lives, uh, grew up around here and went to school around here. And, um, it's, uh, uh, just a great place. We've, both of us have been people who come to the St. Charles area for various things over the course of our lives. Uh, my wife rides horses, so she's got some horses out in Elgin. Oh, cool. A number of friends that live in Wayne. Uh, so the area has been pretty familiar to uh, both of us for a long time. And, uh, I was actually a customer, uh, at Cava for a good number of years and our CDM as well. Uh, before uh, pandemic hit and uh, so I was really familiar with the downtown area and um, in Roselle we have a location a, a Pollyanna location as well so it's a, the other Pollyanna yeah. location in St. Oh, Charles cool. one that we would visit quite a lot too so okay. great place to go yeah absolutely and so you know what are some things that you like to, to do around the area mm-hmm. you know I obviously you know now owning Cavadium you know very involved with that but anything yeah. that you like to do around here as well yeah I mean the the restaurants here in St. Charles are great uh, mm-hmm. it's always a nice spot to go uh, that's not quite like going to a city but it sort of has that same feel in terms of the choice and the quality yeah. so uh, my wife and I do like to come here um, outside of Cava as well just to, to kind of hit the food scene up a little bit and uh, if you ever just want to kind of spend a nice day by the river, obviously we have a pretty good setup to that with Kava right now. But this is a place that we would come uh, all along the Fox River, actually, mm-hmm. in various spots. Uh, Penrose Brewing is another place that we would go to quite a lot and uh, yeah. spend some time along the Fox River as well. So any any of the towns along Fox River are pretty good to go to just to spend a nice uh, summer or spring day as well. Absolutely. Definitely. And I have to ask, have you guys ever, you know, thought about collaborating with Pollyanna, being that mm-hmm. you each have a Roselle location and kind of St. Charles too. Have you guys ever worked together? Yeah, they actually okay. do carry some of our cold brew cans oh, in cool. uh, Roselle and in the Lamont location. We have done long ago in the past some coffee beers with them uh, previously as well. It's something we're always open to for breweries, uh, but they're always a little bit few and far between when they're doing the coffee beers. And sure. a lot of times the brewer will have a relationship with somebody uh, on a coffee roaster side. So we don't uh, uh, go to that market too much, but we're always open to that kind of thing. It is fun yeah. to, to put something that we make into something that someone else makes and see what happens. Yeah, I know coffee and beer. I mean, there's a, usually a lot of collaboration. <laughs> right. You know, those coffee stouts are really good yep. and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, so when exactly did you guys take over Cava DM? We became the official owners at the end of September. Okay. We had been speaking with the prior owner, Leah, since about uh, mid to late May about the possibility and as uh, these things do they take time and a lot of discussion back and forth and some sure. yeah. decisions mm-hmm. so uh, it's been a slow moving but uh, a process that kind of came together by the end of September yeah and I know I know previously their menu was really focused on you know sustainable food organic mm-hmm. grass-fed is that something that you guys are going to try to continue on yeah absolutely I think whenever you're taking over someone else's business that already has a reputation the first thing that you want to do is try to maintain that reputation and the uh, knowledge that people have about what they offer and how they, they offer it and the value appeal that you're kind of promising to people in terms of the nature of the ingredients and the quality of the food, things like that. So we don't have any substantial changes to you know throw that kind of thing out. 
Uh, there are some improvements and, and changes that we want to make to the menu, but they'll be very slow over time. Yeah. And we, we hear a lot from folks that have a favorite dish or a favorite item, mm-hmm. uh, something that they just love going there for, and we have no intention to really change that. Uh, if anything, some of the things that we are looking to improve is to add more items. So, for example, oh, our bakery uh, items have really improved quite a lot. We're bringing in uh, some items from a baker that we work with in Bartlett that's a nut-free bakery, a lot of vegan gluten-free items there in our front case. We're also looking into some better options for some of our gluten-free products. Uh, so we're trying to think about some bagels to bring in that are gluten-free and add those t- types of things to our menus and uh, see where we can sort of improve on some of the selection in terms of the, the vegan gluten-free options that we're offering right now. So no major changes uh, to that sort of uh, setup on our menu, but we're just looking to, to grow it a little bit more over time. Yeah. That's awesome. I know, like, for myself, I always like to feel good about what I'm eating, knowing mm-hmm. that it's, you know, sustainable, right. you know, uh, humane, I should say. So that's awesome that you guys are continuing that. Of course. I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Maple Leaf Roasters real mm-hmm. quick. How did that begin, I guess? Where did that idea come from? Uh, it depends on how far back you want to go. Okay. Um, so <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll rewind in my 20s for a little bit. Okay. So this uh, Maple Leaf wasn't the first business that I tried to open. It was just the first one that actually worked. Mm-hmm. In my 20s, I tried a couple of different ideas, tried to buy a music venue, tried to really? open a record store, uh, something I really wanted to create, something that was uh, going to be a gathering place for people to feel comfortable and good because sure. I went to record yeah. stores a lot of times as a kid. And, you know, you always wanted to find something that you really connected with. And sometimes the guy behind the counter was not the friendliest person, you know, you just take, <laughs> okay. take, take my money and, and just get, you know, give me yeah. the music kind of idea. And so, um, after those ideas didn't really work for a variety of very good reasons, it wasn't until I met my wife and we started, uh, dating and got married that, uh, she always knew that I wanted to open a business of some sort. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, business idea at this time was just a coffee roaster because I was doing this in the kitchen for a good number of years. It's Mm -hmm. quite easy to get some equipment that fits into a very small space in the kitchen that uh, you can experiment with and tinker roasting coffee. And eventually it just got bigger and bigger. And uh, at some point, one of uh, my wife's friends made this offhanded comment about when are you going to open up a shop so I can buy (laughs) stuff from you and then a light bulb went off. And so, uh, you know, a good six to nine months goes by and uh, poof, there's a retail storefront with a coffee roaster in it. And uh, that's kind of the long short of it. So um, I still sort of feel like it's kind of a record store because of the, the diverse selection that we have of coffee and the fact that we really try to find the right thing for the right people. So it's not dissimilar to what I always wanted to do with a record store, which is no matter what you come, you know, what kind of person you are, what kind of coffee you like, you'll be able to find something that's going to fit your, your tastes and needs. And you'll be helped into finding that by somebody who's knowledgeable in it. It's either me and myself or my wife. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You find the right thing. Um, so it's, it's a unique business. There are a lot of coffee roasters in Illinois, Mm -hmm. but there's very few with a retail storefront that you can walk into Mm -hmm. the roasting facility and talk right to the person and see all the roasting equipment right in front of you. So it's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that you guys too, you know, to kind of celebrate that, you know, when you talk about like the coffee roasting companies that you guys were part of the, the made in Illinois, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. So we were recognized, I think in 2020, because I remember the pictures, we all had masks on still, (laughs) uh, as an Illinois maker, which is an artisan, uh, recognition of artisan businesses that, um, are, uh, you know, part of the fabric of, of businesses in Illinois. Uh, Roselle is actually kind of unique in that case that we have three businesses, myself, Chocolate Inspirations, which is a small chocolate maker run by a uh, family, and uh, Linford Winery. So uh, we're one of the few areas in Illinois that has that uh, level of concentration of uh, artisan businesses that are yeah. recognized for that award. So it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. So you can get that coffee at Cava Diem, correct? correct? That's what you use. Yeah. Can you also buy uh, your coffee in like wholesale? Can you just buy the beans at Cava? Yeah. 
Uh, so right now at Kava, we're starting very simple. We have two of our coffees on hand. We use our Hartford espresso blend for our espresso and cold brew coffee and right. nitro. And for the drip coffee, we use our Toronto blends. And those are our two best-selling coffees, and they're available year-round. So those are the simple ones to start. And uh, we do, at Maple Leaf, have about 17 to 18 different options uh, in two decafs at any given time, and about half of that selection changes. So in order just to keep it simple, and until we improve some of the coffee situation at Kava, uh, we're just keeping it to those two basics that are pretty much crowd pleasers. You can buy retail bags there, uh, same price that you would pay uh, either at Maple Leaf or online. Um, Over time, we're thinking about expanding some of the selection of coffees that we're bringing in to Kava as well. And uh, if there are people who want to get into a wholesale relationship with us, we're always welcome to do that. There yeah. are a couple of grocery stores in the nearby area. The biggest one that we're in uh, that we do the best in is uh, Standard Market in Westmont. Um, they actually sell those two coffees are the best selling coffees that they have there. And uh, there's a couple of small grocery stores in the area as well. Nice. In addition, oh, to a couple of cafes and, and bakeries in the area yeah. um, from Chicago to Algonquin. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. So what is it about coffee mm. that is so impactful for you because I did read that you said you started drinking coffee too young. Yeah. So what, what, what drew, what drew you to coffee? Um, you know, I, I don't know if I could pin it on any one, uh, thing. I think it was just something that sort of, uh, hit with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I'll be honest. It wasn't until I started kind of getting a little bit more into specialty coffee that I began to develop a vocabulary and an ability to kind of think and talk about it because it's a very mm-hmm. culinary uh, exercise that right. um, mm-hmm. you, you don't really start to to develop that kind of uh, uh, vocabulary about coffee until you start to really get into it and start doing it, uh, roasting at home. Uh, so it was just something that was always a kind of background noise for me. It was a, a, a drink that made you feel good and woke you yeah. up. And um, until you sort of start to expand your boundaries a little bit, uh, you don't really start to see all the different types of coffees that are out there. So I started off very early on trying to get more into coffee and thinking maybe I'll just grow coffee in my backyard, the quick Google search led me to understand that that wasn't going to be the option. So I chose the next best option, which is doing it at home and and tinkering that way. Um, so it was just a, a drink that I connected with, and it was a very accessible hobby to get into, and that just became a bigger and bigger thing. Um, so it was a great opportunity for a business as well because it because of that accessibility and because of my interest level in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I know coffee has been a lifesaver for me. <laughs> Many times I don't know where I'd be without coffee. Fair enough. I mean, I'm more of a tea guy myself, so I'll leave okay. the co- I'll leave all the coffee okay. to you guys. So, <laughs> so what's what's your go-to drink then for coffee? Uh, you know, people ask me a form of that question a lot. Um, yeah. Sometimes they'll ask it in a uh, what you know, how do you make your coffee, or, mm-hmm. or what what do you what's your you know which is your favorite. And a lot of times when people come in and ask me that, I'll, I'll look at them and size them up and ask, well, do you have kids? If they say yes, I, you know, they've had more than one kid. I ask them which one's their favorite and they sort of get where the joke is. Yeah. Um, I am a person that will drink coffee from a gas station as much as I will drink the finest, most expensive thing out there. Okay. Because sometimes when you're trying to develop a palate, the best way to do that is to just eat, to try everything. Sure. Right. To be able to talk about what's good and what's bad and what you like and what you don't about each one of them. Mm-hmm. So okay. uh, as a business owner who wants to sell a variety of things to a variety of people, I can have favorites, but I also don't have favorites because that's the way that I can try to fit the right thing in the right person. Yeah. There are things that I will tell you I prefer more different time of day, different time of year, if the weather's hot or cold, what side of the bed I woke up on, how the sun is shining that day. Yeah, and how much those... cream, sugar, you know, all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, for me, there's no nothing hot and black that I won't put in my face. <laughs> to be sure, there are, there are factors of every coffee that I 
have that I can tell you some things that really stand out, some novelty, some really interesting things in them. But I won't ever tell you that one is my favorite or the other. Yeah. Uh, and that's sure. just, it's not, it's not because I don't want to. It's because I just genuinely like it that much that I can find something redeeming in everything that I sell. For sure. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, that'll bring us to the end of our first segment here where, um, you know, we're talking a bit about Alex and getting to learn about him. So um, our, our segment will end here on the silly question, you know, because we like to just have a little fun on here. So, you know, our silly question for you, Alex, is if you are stranded on a deserted island and can only bring three things with you, mm-hmm. what would you bring and why? Well, obviously, coffee is going to be the cop out there. Uh, <laughs> I figured. So something, something to make coffee. Um, and I'm, I'm going to just put a like a 1A in there and say my wife because I can't not bring her, of course. Yep. Um, you'll probably laugh. Uh, the other two is definitely uh, a set of newspapers or reading material. Yeah. yeah. I'm still one of the young people, young-ish people who actually still phys- reads a physical newspaper because awesome. that's uh, just the way that I've always consumed news and yeah. the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Nintendo Switch, newspaper, and coffee. Yeah. And then internet, wife, too. <laughs> an internet connection so that I can get new games on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll so. what we got. Okay. Awesome. Well, that'll bring us to the end of our, our first segment here. We're going to go into our second segment here soon where we're going to talk about Cavadium and all the things that they offer. But we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Break Between the Podcast. It's Nate, and I hope you're enjoying our episode so far and getting to check out what we have to offer here in St. Charles. There's so much to see and explore, so I hope you get a chance to go see and explore it yourself. We have some brief announcements here about some upcoming events and information on that, so hope you can stick around and check them out. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So coming soon here to St. Charles is Holiday Homecoming, which will be on the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving. That weekend will feature a lot of fun events that you will not want to miss out on as it is the best way to kick off the holiday season here in St. Charles. So on Friday, November 24th, we will have Lighting of the Lights, which is sponsored by Solutions Network Corporation. Lighting of the Lights is an awesome opportunity to come listen to carolers as well as come see some brief announcements before we turn on the holiday lights here in St. Charles. There will also be a visit from one of our favorite guests, Santa, who will be having visits at his Santa's house over in First Street Plaza. So I hope you can come down for that. Then on Saturday, we will have the holiday movie over at the Arcada in the morning that is sponsored by McNally's Heating and Cooling. We will also have Santa's house open that day which Santa's House is sponsored by at Properties. We'll also have a photo op available for people that want to take some photos over in the First Street Plaza, which that is sponsored by MKFM Law. And then we'll also have the Electric Christmas Parade. The Electric Christmas Parade will kick off at 5.30 p.m. and it's a phenomenal opportunity to come watch some awesome lighted vehicles and more come down Main Street and kick off the holidays here in St. Charles. We would also like to give a huge thank you to our presenting sponsor, St. Charles Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram for their support of this event, as well as our many other sponsors. Also on that Saturday, we will have the St. Charles Shop Crawl, which will be a phenomenal event to go support some local businesses. There are about 15 plus businesses participating in the Shop Crawl, so it's a great chance to go find some potential deals, specials, and events at our local St. Charles businesses. Maybe grab a little gift or something for the holidays, or just go buy something for yourself because, you know what, you deserve it. So we hope that you can stop by and go support local on Small Business Saturday with the St. Charles Shop Crawl. That will bring us to the end of our messages here on the break between the podcast. Let's get right back into the action to find out what's up, St. Charles.
Hi everyone, welcome back. We're going to go into part two where we talk about Cavadium more in depth. So let's start first with the concrete details. So can you tell us uh, where you are located at and what are the hours that you guys will be open? Because I, I think you guys are going to be open an hour earlier now, right, than, than previously? Yeah. So Cava uh, is located right on the Fox River. Okay. Uh, we are at 1 Illinois Street or 1 West Illinois Street. I can never kind of get this straight. <laughs> 1 or 1 West. Um, so good luck with that. Uh, and we are open every day from 8 to 3. Uh, but to your point, we are... Uh, working through right now with the staff to try to figure out how we can open a little bit earlier. The uh, task I've given to uh, my staff is to try to figure out what can we do to close faster so that it'll allow me just to shift the hours that everyone is there from uh, staying you know, a little bit later to clean up and, and make sure the place looks great okay. and be open mm -hmm. a little bit earlier. One of the pieces of feedback that I've heard a lot, and of course I'm sympathetic to, is that a lot of people are on their way to work, especially Monday through Thursday. Mm -hmm. They're working from an office these days and they would like to stop in just to grab a coffee. So we're probably going to try to figure out how we can open at 7.30 to start, see what the take-up is, and then maybe push it back to 7 o'clock and stay, still stay open until 3 o'clock from there. We'll also be trying to make it so that you can do your coffee order ahead online and make sure you pick it up right at a certain time that you want so that you can right. get in and out as quickly as you can. Awesome. Um, that's so cool. that's, that's, I don't know when we're going to do that. I hope with before the end of the year, but it might be until January until we work out how we can save some time on the back end and open up earlier as well. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, for, for Kava, you know, what would you say sets you guys kind of apart from other, you know, rest, breakfast restaurants, coffee houses that are in the area? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that's really notable about St. Charles is that it is a place where it's possible for you to do something very similar to another business yeah. and not step on each other's toes. And uh, that's a really great way to say that every one of the places that you can get coffee in St. Charles has a niche. Yeah. And um, we are looking to continue to uh, serve a certain niche that is people who want to come in and spend some time with a friend uh, or get some work done in a uh, relaxing environment uh, in a comfortable space that has everything from some you know basic coffee drinks that uh, can get really sophisticated if you want them to. Yeah. But you can also get a plate for yourself or a plate to share with somebody else. And uh, it doesn't have to be the full restaurant experience, but it's as close as you're going to get without having to wait for a waiter to come and serve you and sit down. Um, so as opposed to uh, some of the other places that you can get coffee that are a little smaller, uh, that are trying to serve just a different uh, time of day or different market, um, we're a place where you can come in and you can spend a good you know, hour or two yeah. uh, with your laptop, with your book, uh, in front of a nice fire, uh, especially in the summer when it's nice and you can sit on, on the porch and get a nice view of the river as well. Right. And just spend some time with friends. Um, and even if you just want to go there and chill and do your own thing, you're, that's an option too. Yeah. Uh, so I think the combination of their great coffee great coffee drinks plus the uh, really well-built-out well menu uh, in a relaxing environment is something that really sets us apart. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I love the you got your guys' in the inside space. Mm -hmm. I, I love that little fireplace area mm -hmm. back there. Even, like, the, the swing that's there, you yeah. know, that's built down there. And then the patio, oh, my gosh. It's yeah. just, like, especially, you know, although today, you know, on Halloween, <laughs> it's uh, snowing a little bit. But, like, when it's yeah. that fall, cool weather, and, you know, you get the river, you get the beautiful – the trees as they're turning, I just – I think it's one of the best spots in St. Charles just to go get a nice little uh, drink in the morning before you start your day or yeah. to, to continue your day. So Yeah, and we've made some real big investments to the uh, improving the interior as well. That okay. porch swing that you referenced got some brand new cushions and oh, pillows good. on oh, it too, cool. so it's nice and uh, fresh there. <laughs> um, we made a major upgrade to our Wi-Fi equipment, so we have some great enterprise-grade Wi-Fi equipment in there that uh, works everywhere that you are in Kava. That was a pain point for many of our customers before. Mm -hmm. And then next spring, we're going to be looking at uh, redoing the deck entirely with some great composite decking that will look great year after year. And um, so we'll, we're looking to make sure that the interior 
stays as good as it was before, but also has uh, room for improvement for no, uh, anyone, no matter what you're going in there to do. Absolutely. And so, you know, for someone that maybe hasn't come to Kava Diem before and wants to try it, you know, mm-hmm. what's something that you would recommend to kind of give them that, you know, signature Kava taste? You know, obviously, you know, one of the coffees of and, you know, something, but like, yeah. would you say like more like the drip style or, you know, like going towards a latte or, you know, what, what would you recommend? You know, our um, coffee situation right now is good. Uh, one of the big investments that we want to make is to improve uh, the equipment that we're using on the brewing side. Yeah. So that if there are businesses that want to take, you know, box coffee to go or have coffee service mm-hmm. in our meeting room, that kind of thing, that we'll have the ability to produce larger volumes of coffee than what we're able to do right now. Um, so if that is something that someone's coming and looking for, uh, that's a great way to get started. But if you're just a person off the street coming to uh, get a cup of coffee from us, you know, the drip coffee is a great place to start and see what you feel about that. Um, our espresso blend, is, as I said, was made with our Hartford blend. And uh, that's also what powers our cold brew and our nitro cold brew as well. Uh, those are two great options. And uh, if you're just looking for a very competent, straightforward uh, you know, latte or cappuccino, we'll even make it for you in a mug too. So you don't have to take it in a paper cup. You can definitely sit and chill with it. Yeah. So that's a great place to start on the drink side. Uh, I know we'll talk a little bit later about some of the other non-coffee drinks that we have and some plans there. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, try try a cappuccino or a latte. That's a great place to start. And uh, our staff will be really excited to make that for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And let's, let's dive into some of those non-coffee drinks. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do, you know, juices or smoothies or what else can you get besides the excellent coffee? Yeah. So we do have uh, a good selection of tea. One of the things that we're going to be trying to figure out is how we can do a wider variety of teas as mm-hmm. well. Okay. Um, so both for tea and for coffee, uh, sometime I'm hoping next year we'll start to offer pour over uh, coffee drinks and loose leaf tea. So that there'll be a little bit of a wider selection. We'll be able to, to cater to some of the tea drinkers mm-hmm. like yourself. Yep. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> Appreciate that. that. <laughs> a reason to come in and instead of just, you know, giving you a, a, some hot water in a, in a, in a uh, tea bag, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have something a little bit more artisan, a little bit more uh, well thought out and, and thorough there. Um, in addition to the uh, baker from Bartlett, uh, it's Rebecca's Baker, bake, uh, Rebecca's Cakes, by the way. Um, we have a uh, another business that we work with in Roselle on the coffee side um, yeah. called Juice and Berry. Uh, that's run by uh, Alex Hilton, another Alex, uh, as it were. And uh, we're going to be bringing in some of her um, uh, artisan uh, organic juices uh, oh, cool. into our, our space within the next few weeks. So really good selection of different juices there that we'll be bringing in having in our front case. Uh, we'll be doing that at least once a week in our kind of a three-day. So she does a lot of juice shots, yeah. um, you know, juice therapy kinds of things, too. So we got some, some really great stuff coming in there um, pretty soon. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, I love all the, you know, the collaborations with the, yeah. the bakery and the juice. I just think it's really cool when businesses, you know, work together. And it's, yeah. it's it's always nice to see that. And I know we were talking a little bit before about just the space that mm-hmm. Cava Diem is. It's a beautiful space. It's a beautiful location. Do you guys rent out the space for private events or is that something you guys are thinking about doing? Yeah, we sure do. Okay. Um, just to talk about the space really quick. Yeah. One of the things that a first-time visitor won't realize until they kind of walk around a little bit is that it's a pretty big space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you come in that front door, the thing that immediately hits you is the front counter and you can kind of see into the kitchen a little bit, mm-hmm. but it wraps around and it really opens up once you get around the front counter. So a lot of times people come in, they think it's very small. They walk around just a little bit They're and like, they realize Whoa, yeah. there's, there's a whole big <laughs> space back here. Yeah. So uh, I would encourage any first time visitors to realize that that front, front counter is not the whole place. Once you step immediately into the back, you see the whole seating area, you see that porch swing, you see the fireplace, you see the outdoor patio, and you can also see the dedicated meeting room that uh, can be sectioned off mm-hmm. as well. So um, events is a big opportunity for us, mm-hmm. an area to grow. 
I think uh, what we're really excited to be able to offer in our event side is either events during our normal business hours that can be catered or you can bring in your own food, drink, and uh, desserts, those sorts of things. Yeah. We host a lot of baby showers, especially ones that are held maybe like 12 to 2, 2 to you know, uh, 12 to 3 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do offer options for both catering some items for a group like that, but also having, you know, allowing you to bring in your own food. And we also offer events after hours, once again, catered or, or not. Um, right. So we're very interested in allowing people to make use of our space. And if they want to use our catering menu and use our kitchen, have our staff you know, prepare it and take care of them for you from either the food or the drink side, that's more than an option. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to just kind of come in and do your own thing, you would be able to do that as well. Uh, the rates are, of course, a little bit different for different types of things. But, right. Sure. Um, we, we're very eager to allow people to use our very beautiful space mm-hmm. um, and be flexible in how they are able to use it. Um, the other area that we're really keen on letting people know that dedicated meeting room is great for business meetings and events, especially on a Monday through Thursday. So we offer uh, a room rental rate for that that can basically be discarded if you order enough food. Okay. Um, and we have a projector that we can uh, use for screen sharing in there as well. Um, and it fits about 10, 15 people max, but comfortably worth about 10. Right. Um, so if you're someone looking for a great uh, morning meeting, uh, somewhere where you can you know work some details through and uh, talk about whatever is going on in the business and have some great food at the same time, um, that's a great opportunity to use that yeah. space. And coffee or, or of any of the other drinks too. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And, and then throughout the whole, uh, I guess the whole interior, roughly how many people do you think you could accommodate? Um, comfortably, I think you're probably in the 40 to 60 neighborhood okay. if you, the whole space was dedicated. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the fire department allows us to have. I probably should know that, so I don't tell them. Um, but we do have enough space uh, during non-business hours to comfortably fit about 40 to 60. Um, when we've had events there during normal business hours, we've been able to section off uh, a large spot in within the interior to fit comfortably about 20 okay. to 25 people. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so do you guys have any upcoming uh, events or specials or anything that you'd like to share while you're on here, Alex? Um, No, nothing big right now. Uh, When you're taking over a business, there's a lot of just stabilization and make sure things (laughs) flow smoothly. Um, We've got a really great staff on hand right now. That uh, was one of the things that was most important to me is to make sure that we keep our staff as long as possible. Um, so my, uh, my manager there, Brooke, is uh, doing a great job at setting a lot of policies and procedures yeah. uh, and checklists and all the fun things that you need to make sure. I've gotten a lot of compliments lately about how clean the place looks on a consistent basis, oh, which is really great to hear when someone kind of comes up to you and says, this place has never looked cleaner. And I credit a lot of that to my, my staff, both uh, in, in you know, the front of house and the back of house. Right. And they're my most important asset to make sure that they're doing their great work because I can only be there so many hours. Um, so they're doing great work. Uh, yeah. And we'll continue to invest in that. So I hope by the turn of the year, We'll have a lot more investments and equipment upgrades that we'll have made, and we'll start doing some some fun coffee drinks and tea drinks and things like that. So we'll have a lot more to announce at that time. Absolutely. So you know, if people want to stay up to date on any of those things coming down mm-hmm. the road, or just want to you know learn more about you guys in general, where are the best places to do so? Let's drop those social media links and yeah. all the website links. Absolutely. So our Instagram and Facebook uh, pages are the best places to kind of keep in touch on a daily basis. We're going to be doing some work to the website uh, pretty soon. So we've made some small changes, improvements to it in the last uh, couple of days. But uh, what we're looking to do on the website side is to, you know, add some more information about us, uh, make it yeah. the menu a little bit easier to peruse on the website as well, and improve the online ordering situation as well, too. So it's kind of a clumsy uh, setup right now that um, just takes some, some time and dedicated attention. Um, so those are the best places to kind of keep in touch. But most of the time, the easiest way to kind of see what we got going on and, and all the fun things happening is just that Instagram or Facebook feed. 
Absolutely. So um, that will bring us to our last question here for you, Alex. Thank you again for coming on. You've done a great job. So one more for you. Is there anything that you'd like to say to the St. Charles community before we wrap up here? We're just really excited to be part of uh, the fabric of St. Charles. I think uh, one of the things that I said to a lot of people before we opened up and took uh, official ownership was that in some ways St. Charles feels very similar to Roselle. My wife okay. and I have a very uh, solid emotional investment in our hometown and uh, are very much a part of the fabric of the business community there and the local yeah. uh, community as well. Um, I'm the kind of insane person that watches each and every village board meeting in Roselle and likes to know uh, kind of <laughs> what the budget situation is and yeah. everything going on around me. So um, I'm really eager to make St. Charles an addition to what we, we have and to meet everyone here. So. Um, you know, the, the local, the people coming in are what makes a business like us successful and all the other small businesses in St. Charles. So the more people I can get to meet and know, I'm really eager to, to do that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Alex, for coming on. We really appreciate your time, and we're so excited to, you know, see how you guys continue to grow Kava Diem here in St. Charles and all the things that you guys have in store. So, you know, we're, we're super excited. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So that brings us to the end of the episode. We hope you guys enjoyed listening. We'll have more episodes coming down the line. So until then, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time.